pa 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 Let's see. Um, I may never march in the infantry, ride in the cavalry, or cavalry, shoot the artillery. I may never fly o'er the enemy, but I'm in the Lord's army. Yes, sir. Uh, it is 9.02 a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time here in Los Angeles. And we will be talking about Stop Thief! There's this Jewish guy, white guy, Jewish guy, who stopped a Jamaican thief somewhere in America who was shoplifting a bunch of lotions and toiletries stuff mess. So right on to him. Hey, no more choo 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 I'm reading the chat. Uh so right on to that guy, I guess. Um, CNN transgender propaganda. I'm shaking my head. It's from July of this year. Uh, and some other things going on in the world. And your calls, guys, if you'd like to call in. I do want to share, I've been meaning to share this tweet from this gal who was on the Fallen State this past week. Karen Kaiser. K-E-I-S-E-R, Washington State Senator. American Anchor Baby has talked about her, too. She destroyed her marriage for a, uh, to get, become a Washington State Senator. But she tweeted about that Kate Cox gal who's left the state of Texas to kill the unborn child within her. God's unborn child inside of her. It seems, uh... <sighs> Emotional, living in your imagination for comfort and convenience and fear. (sighs) Anyway, so hopefully all that and your calls, guys, if you'd like to call in. But anyway, everybody, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. guys doing? I am fine. Just got a normal, uh, cal- my California t-shirt on. You see it? It's alright. It's pretty cool. Or it was cool a few years ago. Um, <laughs> was that Hake? Yes. That was me. Uh, you know, right off the bat, I'd like to get to a call or two here before we get into these stories. Joe in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, has a comment on some evil going on in this country to this day. What is up, Joe in Phoenix, Arizona? How are you doing? <laughs> Good morning, James. Good morning. Doing well, thank you. Nice. Okay, yesterday you said that Obamacare was socialism in part because of the mandate that everyone has health care. Right. And it's not even health care. It's just so-called insurance. Yes, health insurance. Yeah. So you, you understand why the mandate was needed? 
Nope. It was not needed. I understand well, the I, know, I understand the claim from the liberals. What's the claim, sir? That um, there are freeloaders who are using uh, emergency the the emergency room for their regular ordinary treatment, and that's yeah, well, creating a burden on the people. We might as well make everybody pay. And, you know, the young people are not paying, and the people, the older people are starting to outnumber the younger people because Mm -hmm. we have this, uh, we have this socialist system that encourages people to birth control their, away from not having children. And so the young people are not subsidizing the lives of the old people enough. That's how insurance works. But, uh, yeah, there were approximately 48 million people before the ACA that didn't have insurance, who were using emergency rooms. I mean, they still got health care. Yeah. They still went, but but you and I and every other taxpayer were paying for that. So what's wrong with forcing them to pay their own way, James? Because that's, you're forcing everybody to, you're, they're not actually paying their own way. It's still being subsidized. And when you do that, uh, you're not solving the problem. You're, you're addressing symptoms and not getting to the root issue, which is freeloaders and uh, mm-hmm. stuff like that responsibility it's not spreading responsibility it's i mean it's not pushing people to be responsible for themselves it is it's not enabling irresponsibility and it's forcing them to get their own health care yes because it's not their own health care it's not their own health care well Okay, so subsidies you mentioned. You yeah, you, you that. don't give them this stuff for free. You put them in debtor's prison. There's, there's many things that you can do because there's a whole okay. lot of people who are getting their lives subsidized, including with this Obamacare stuff. So subsidies there. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Are you aware that that, that was a year-to-year thing, or it is a year-to-year thing? What do you mean by and that? It means that, I mean, you have to have an extremely low income to get a high level of subsidies on the ACA. And that is, this is tracked on a year-to-year basis. So if you do well in year two, then you get less subsidies. And if you get past a certain threshold, which I forget the number now, but then you don't get any subsidy. And so you are incented to, to do better, to get off of, of those subsidies and to get your own health insurance and pay for it yourself. It doesn't matter. You're still, you're still being forced something to buy something that you don't necessarily need. A lot of young people don't need this stuff and then on top of it it's it's the government micromanaging and meddling you, you already know that it's the nanny state i thought you didn't like the nanny state and they're also forcing employers like they're forcing employers to subsidize people's so-called health care insurance including birth control that's insane that's not health that's not health care birth control we, we is not health that that um paying for and more people have birth control, but I'd rather have them not having babies than having babies and being irresponsible for it. But No, I'd, I want go- them to be irresponsible with it and have the babies. Why? Because you're, you're giving a false dilemma. You're saying, oh, they'll have the baby and be irresponsible for it, but you're, you're living in your imagination. You don't know what they would do. I'd rather, them, I'd rather take the risk health? of them being irresponsible with it and then them going to prison for, uh, for uh, neglect or whatever. Why? That costs you and I more money as taxpayers. No, they're enslaved, and then they're going to create more value. And when they uh, when yeah. they have that, that threat, happens, right? when they have that threat, then they'll be forced to be responsible, not have the government micromanaging and meddling. And 
you you admitted yourself that the Obamacare thing was a love letter to the insurance companies. So yes, they had record profits. They had record profits. Absolutely. Exactly. That's not, so by definition, it's not socialism. Yes, they're, it is. That's part, commie capitalism. Private companies are private companies getting record profits. That's not socialism. It is socialism, man. The heck. Oh that's government. Goodness, that's government involving them, involving in people's lives, Do taking away their freedoms. Understand how insurance works, James. Yes. So, I mean, e- even the CBO, the nonpartisan CBO, said that the ACA did slow the rising cost of, of health insurance. No, that's dumb. That's dumb. It's just the, the nonpartisan CBO slowed the rising mm-hmm. cost of health insurance. The government was already over involved. That's why it was rising. The government was not. O- yes, it was. It's involved in. Well, yes, it is. It's involved in subsidizing uh, the. Um, the pharmaceutical stuff and all that—they're they're meddling in healthcare mess. That's why it was rising it is in cost. Now, more, yeah. What, James? Is there a better answer? You have to have everyone paying in to keep costs low. There's no there's no other answer than that. There's no other answer than Obamacare forcing people to pay insurance who don't need it. Just like seatbelts. And forcing and very, forcing very businesses to, to subsidize people. You're forcing businesses to subsidize people. That is socialism. How are businesses subsidizing people? Businesses, if they, if these people work full time, they have to get health insurance from that business. Businesses shouldn't have to pay for people's health they insurance. They do not. They do not. Uh, then why were they cutting people's hours under Obamacare? People's hours were being cut because these people didn't. These uh, employers didn't want to have to pay for their insurance. Are you not aware of this? I think I misunderstood what, how you phrased it there. So yes. Businesses, if you have a certain amount of full-time people, do have to provide, provide health care, yes. Yeah, so there were people's hours were getting cut. People lost their... Do- if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. No, you couldn't. A whole lot of people lost Some their lost. doctors. The vast majority kept. Some lost, but the vast majority kept their doctor. The majority doesn't matter. He said, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. James, again, there's no better answer. You, you, now you're have- blind. You're a socialist, communist... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. not surprised. You, I already knew who you were. You're, you're a snake. Yeah, so you're, you're a snake wolf in sheep's clothing, into the black okay. thing, and thinking that you're being practical. I'm into the black thing. Yes, you are. Yeah, you have a civil conversation with, with a neo-Nazi. Who's and you don't say he's into his white thing. That's just amazing, James. But he's who cares? He's, he's not. He's not who pushing cares? false falsehoods like a snake. Oh, he absolutely is. Like a snake 100%. wolf in sheep's clothing. And you're, you now know you're changing great, the James? subject away from yourself. Yeah. You, you, know, think, you, know great, you think James, Obamacare was the best answer, po- forcing people to buy insurance and uh, and it insuring was a first step. and insuring abortion, transgender, pushing transgender stuff in the military and the and the and uh, the prisons. The answer is debtors' prison, huh? That's brilliant, James. Brilliant. Yeah, thank you, thank you. In slavery yeah. too. That was sarcasm. <laughs> There's a reason why because you don't because you're not a sensible person. You think like a woman. You don't understand history. Debtor's prison was a thing, and now it's not for good reasons. Yes. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not yeah. for good reasons. Yeah. Um, for good put them reasons. in slavery. Huh? You you first, James. You're already in slavery, by the way. I know, because it's I'm living in a socialist country thanks to people like you who thinks that you're a black uh, black conservative. 
And no, you're, because you're, you're an employee. You pretend so to be a Christian. You pretend to be a Christian, and you're justifying <laughs> uh, abortion. President Obama and transgender subsidizing and, was against abortion. and transgender so, subsidizing President that. Obama. Don't try to tar me with a transgender nonsense. I, I don't support any of that. You know yes, you do. Talking. That's Obamacare. Wrong. Yes, it is. And as far as Congress and the neo-Nazis... Obama was a great president. He put out, transgenders um, in the military. Resolution 4977, <laughs> they're going after them in the military and the, and, and the law enforcement. Huh? And Department of, Department of Homeland Security is partnering with the FBI to really target those neo-Nazis. So, idiot Mark in California, keep, keep on praising Commander um, Rockwell. Keep on putting it out there. Who, Norman they're coming Rockwell? after you, buddy. They're talking coming after you. Talking about Norman Rockwell? So, that's just fantastic that he calls in and Are you talking about Norman Rockwell? His usual snake self. Quit trying to interrupt, James. You know what I'm Are you talking about? about Norman Rockwell? The painter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So, Norman keep Rockwell. It up, Mark. Keep it up, Mark. Keep up your lies and your stupid low IQ. I gotta go. That's he's being nasty. Thank you for your call. You communist. <laughs> uh, appreciate your call, man. It, you're been you're going crazy. Um. Don't fall for the Obamacare thing. Don't fall for it. If you left people to their own devices, let's get rid of the social safety net, socialist safety net, then people would, would have to take care of themselves. Part of the reason that society is in decline is because people are getting more and more spoiled. Obamacare had cho- so-called children under their parents' uh, health insurance if they were in the house at the age of 26. Talk about keeping men immature and subsidizing birth control. The great, the great congressman, Steve King, said, we don't need to be subsidizing birth control. We're having a problem of not having enough babies. Not having enough babies means socialism is going to collapse in on itself. Duh! But anyway, let me get to Mark, not Mark, Frank, a first-time caller in California. Frank, thanks for calling, man, and holding. What's up? Yeah. How you doing, Frank? Uh, not Frank. How you doing, Hake? Man, I'm a big fan, but what I'd say right now is too many Americans are, uh, they're too, they're too preoccupied with, with uh, getting taken care of by the state. Yeah. Because, yeah, and then, mean, there's, uh, and then there's suckers who feel sorry for them and want to support it. Exactly. And like, uh, well, yeah, it's just, it's just insane, and... Um, the last caller, I mean, he sounds like he's a communist completely, but... I know! <laughs> but he yeah, considers one, one himself thing, a black conservative. No, one thing i tell you about Christianity is Christianity, even Christ, was a lot of people have this misconception about Christ, like he was a soft guy. Yeah. I think he was a tough guy, because he had the uh, time where he went and destroyed people and flipped over tables and smacked them. I'd say uh, he, he wouldn't want us to be weak. and uh, True. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, want to be taken care of by somebody else. Because I'm a guy that lives by myself, and it's really hard. So it's when I'm working every day. But, uh, yeah, I'd say uh, that last caller was a little delusional, and he wants, he wants to be a little bit like, 
He wants uh, the, the state to be his daddy. Right. And, uh, and he knows better than that, but, you know, people are blind when they're no, into, when they're excited to see, I, th- I think part of it is he's excited to, he was excited to see a, a well-spoken black man take, uh, take office and, and he's fooled, he's fooled by the intellectual false reasonableness of no, yeah, uh, the exactly. intellectuals. And, and, and I feel a lot with my race too, because I'm a Mexican guy, but I shouldn't even say that, but <laughs> I'd say that Dogs. like everyone wants to be like, oh, like you're this minority, you're that. It's like, dude, no. My best friends were white. Right. Like, I've had some of the best people that treated me the best were white, and it's like, uh, it's not about that. What it is about, it's about kind of just getting up for yourself and just uh, not relying on anybody. Right. But when you do rely on people, sometimes people will pay off because it's like, uh, there's people that will baby you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you're in the world. But there's a whole lot of of things that you can can rely on, on people for... A little help here and there when they have an expertise that you don't have. But for what though? And like you, you ask them for you ask them for help. I'm talking about help in terms of help me uh, do this thing on the computer. I'm a boomer. I don't understand it. And, oh, definitely, yeah. And stuff like that. Like you can. It's good to learn it yourself, but it's also helpful to uh, people help one to another do, out. I'd say freely, I'd say really, not by the evil government. Yeah, no, no, exactly, and, like, uh, yeah, whenever, whenever you take, like, any kind of support like that, I, I'd say, like, whenever you want to ask someone for something, it's for something that's really minuscule. Right. But once you start asking for someone for too much as a man, as a grown man, because I'm a grown man, you're a grown man, too. Yeah. It, it starts to feel weird. Yeah. You're kind of like, uh, you're like, uh, oh, like, uh, I depend on you for this and that. It just doesn't feel right. Yeah. I'd say you, every, the internet has everything you have to learn about, like, something like that. But, that's uh, so true. Th- you know, there's stuff that uh, I'm like Nick, but I could I could actually learn probably a lot of this stuff to take care of myself. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 totally. But like even that, like uh, I don't mean to put them on the spot, but it's like uh, with the uh, with the colored people, I'll, I'll put the blacks and the Mexicans in the same spot. Yeah. But like it's like they think that they're owed something. Right. They think that like 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 you know what I'm saying? Like it's like oh like but uh, like this might be a this might be a little spicy take, and everyone online might be like. But we're a little low IQ. Yeah, think, I mean, think, 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 so, think about how it, the Spaniards came and took over the Aztecs. The Spaniards were white people that spoke Spanish, right? And they came over to Mexico, and the Mex the Aztecs spoke whatever, but they they kind of helped us out a little bit. And, and some of my best friends are white, but a lot of these people are like, oh, like Mexicans have too much pride, and blacks have too much pride. I, I'll say more Mexicans, but I'm Mexican. Uh huh. And I'd be like, we have we have a lot of pride, but I don't have pride. But a lot of them do have pride, and it's like, bro, like just take the pride down, and let's just learn from. You mean pride the in their Mexicanity? Exactly. They yeah. think they know a little bit more. Yeah. True. But, but the American anchor baby, because I do watch him too. He's a very intellectual Mexican. He's kind of like me. Right. Yep. And I do think about, but but that that's that's a very few. It's like we're like a. Uh, one in the jar out of a hundred. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm surrounded by a lot of cholos. My family's a lot of cholos, but it's like, dude, like, that's funny. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't associate with that. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I think that we have to move along intellectually and just have to find our own intellect, and maybe evolution will take place. I don't, I don't believe in evolution really, but I'm like, uh, how do we move beyond uh, being idiots? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. 
Yeah, just, just like the last guy. The last guy, he's really combative. I'm the kind of guy that's not that combative, but a lot of people are very combative that are of Mexican heritage. Like Combative. Me. Just one. Exactly. Yep. Not combative. I, just, just, combative. Yeah, combative. Whatever yeah, the word yeah. is. I'm not that smart. No, you're but, fine. Uh, the, yeah, that's just, not just smartness. Last, that's just knowledge. But anyway. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, like, I, I like to speak in layman's terms. I like to speak in layman's terms, so you speak me. But um, this last weekend, I was hanging out with this guy. Uh-huh. And we were talking about Palestine and Israel. And I brought up Israel. I'm like, Israel's not that bad. You know, I have my gross with the Jews. You know, I've said this and that. But I'm like, bro, like, the Palestine people you or have the your Hamas. Gr- did, you you have, you did you say you have your, you said you had your gropes with the Jews? Do you mean your gripes with the Jews? Gripes, gropes, yeah, yeah. See, gripes. See, I'm not, I'm not uh, No problem. I, don't have I just wanted words, to clarify. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think about, like, how they're holy. But then, you, like, we were talking, I was like, bro, who's the greater evil? They're they're destroying. Uh, I don't I don't want to get too much because I don't know what we can see on the, the line, but it's like they're uh they, they, like the Hamas is destroying Jews. When have Jews done what Hamas has done to the Jews? They haven't. Yeah, they, I don't know. Uh, the, I don't even really necessarily like to compare the evil because there's evil on on many sides, and yeah. lots lots of times the woman likes to play innocent and the man will the man might hit the woman after she does something really evil and then plays innocent and it looks like the man's the bad guy because he well, like, actually blacked into her I, I eye seen fight, i seen a fight just like that with like some marines in texas a few like couple weeks ago uh-huh. there, was, there was some marines in texas that got beat up by some black guys wow marines and, like, when i watch when i watch the video i'll send you the leak later but the video you see the black lady punch at the at, at the Marines first, and I'm like, dude, like, like I, that's why, like, um, as a Mexican dude, like, th- th- they're race for but I'm like, bro, I cannot, uh, I, I have to, like, I love black people, trust me, I've, I've met a lot of black people, but they are kind of a little more violent, and they're a little bit more sporadic. So are Mexicans, too. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So are they're, you talking about this sporadic. incident so, last month, uh, November, late November, Marines in dress blues brawled with civilians in Texas. In Austin, in Texas. yeah, in Austin, Texas. You'll watch that video. You okay, pull up your people, but you you'll see in the video if you watch really closely, the girl is egging it on, and one of the black guys smacks her wow. with the backhand, and it's like wow. But then all of a sudden they get and they get worked on by those Marines because why would you fight Marines? You know what I'm saying? They're trained to kill. Oh, so the Marines beat beat the blacks. In this yeah, instance, yeah, okay, yeah, but but, but that's not but that's not really them, you know? a good look because they're in uniform getting in a, in fights with civilians. That's, that's yeah, I, 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 yeah. I mean, I know that they had to do what they had to do. And, and yeah, a lot of people right. that are Americans kind of like oh, it. You know what I'm saying? We're like, yeah, oh, we're like, we're I like, forgot I have a guest today. Ooh. Oh no problem, no problem. Yeah, oh, yeah no worries. No problem. Okay, so uh, we're getting a little spicy on Man, that's terrible. <laughs> go ahead, yeah. go ahead. Let me let's wrap yeah, it up. No, here. No, no, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that, uh, like, uh, it's all about. I think what it is is like, like a lot of a lot of a lot of like Mexicans speak bad for like what's going on intellectually with a lot of people. But I'm one of the few that is very calm. Like I practice calmness. Yeah. And like you know what I'm saying. Like all it is, it's about. It's about uh, like no matter like thinking about Christ and just thinking that at least I have salvation. Because I've been, like, with a lot of people that's, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they'll be mad, but it's because they're atheists. Yeah. I hang out with a lot of atheists. I hang out with a lot of people. But it's, like, I feel like they get more angry. 
but even a lot of critics get angry too. But I think it's just right. all about being level-headed. Okay. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Um, man, Frank, I'm distracted now. I gotta, I gotta run. Call me again tomorrow. Uh, no problem. No Let's problem. I'll, I'll call you whenever. All right. We'll call you next week. Sounds good, man. All right, later. All right. Yeah, later. Take care. Yeah. Oh man. So if you're able to pull up the Discord and connect my guest, I was supposed to have Dylan Burns on today, and I blanked on it. Terrible. Dylan Burns of the Hippy Dippy Roundtable. He, I've been on his show. He's been on mine. So stay tuned for that. I got to get to Austin in North Carolina in the meantime. Uh, <laughs> okay. Austin in North Carolina. Thanks for calling, man. Thanks for holding. Uh, you're live with Hake. Hey, Hake. Uh, calling about the Riz and the conversation y'all had yesterday. Yeah, when on the Jesse the Peterson show, and actually on the Hake yeah. report, somebody talked about Riz, and so and, and Riz is short boy. for. Hold on, Riz is short for charisma, but it's also put on made by a zoo, by Zoomers to push, not just plain charisma, but charisma with the ladies specifically with <laughs> men. Okay. Yeah. What's your and I was talking about? Oh yeah, Hassan and I have Riz, and Joel can turn it on and off. And then Jesse said it's evil, <laughs> especially if it's yeah, something you turn on Jesse. and off. You agree with him? Yeah, I, I agree with Jesse. Did you, uh, were you familiar with wait, it before? Wait. What? Were you familiar with the term Riz before? No, but I know what y'all are talking about. Yeah. Uh. I see it as just being fake. <laughs> yeah. And the women, and the women, they can sense it. They're just not bold enough to call you out on it. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I've seen guys, I've seen guys so phony uh, with the ladies. I'm like, oh. And, you know, it's hard not to judge them because people are judgmental, right? But I can see right through your, I can see right through your phony riz. <laughs> that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Some of them are better than others. Yeah more natural about it and uh my ex uh it come out of her mouth one day about me i guess i was you know showing that but uh she said i feel like you're trying so hard to be real that you're just fake <laughs> interesting wow uh-huh and uh it blew over my head at the time but i think back on it like, she, she was on to something yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know? And, yeah. uh, that Asian boy crying, there's something he said about, uh... The Asian boy on the Jason Lee Peterson show yesterday, there was this Asian guy yeah. named something so litty, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And he, he mentioned, uh... Kev. Girls, Show for Kevin. Girls cheating on him. Stuff. Yep. He said girls are cheating on him. And uh, I doubt, I doubt he has any kids. Because if he did, he wouldn't be crying about the woman anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. You know, he looks like a, he seems like a young guy caught up in the certain time of his life, women and shallow things. Yeah. And later on in life, he'll, he will look back. I've thought about that. Different things that have been bothering me in my life and days. I look back. I'm like. Why was that bothering me? And it's yeah. it should show you that nothing should bother you. 
You shouldn't be caught up yeah, with anything. It's not that important. Yeah. But I've been there where he's at, but I, I made sure nobody would watch me, and I damn sure would put it on the Internet. <laughs> yeah, I know. How old are you, if you don't yeah. mind my asking? You 30s, 40s, 50s, what? 20s? 30. Okay. 30. Right on, man. Well, you're old school. You're more sensible than a lot of the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's all right for uh, if you're dating, it's all right for the girl to be dating around on you or whatever because you've got to uh, find who's best fit, best. You know, uh, That's an interesting qualified. point. You're saying it, you're saying it should be fine for a girl to date more than one guy at a time. That's right, but that only before you know any babies start popping out. Right, uh, no ring, no commitment. <laughs> yeah, but when that ba- when she has that first baby, that's when she needs to uh, cling on to the father of that baby. Right, and all the rest of the men just need to leave her alone. For sure. I totally agree with that, man. And ideally, she's married before the the baby comes. Before she has the S-word sex. Yeah. Yeah. But but I think that's some... Go ahead. Yeah, I was saying, before that, we should be all right with them, you know, talking to other guys or whatever, even if we bring them to a party or something, because they got to find the best qualified, and it might not be you. Right. It just happens to be with you at the time. Interesting point. Wow. And and if if it's bothering us, it's the only way it's a problem is if emotions are involved. Yep. Very true. That false pride, yeah. that ego. That's satanic. Yep. And I've been there too, but I look back and see, you know, they're supposed to be like that. They gotta find who's gonna be the best, you know. Yeah. And the same with the men. It should be all right for us to date more than one. Or I say it's all right for us to have as many wives as we can handle. Oh, really? Are you black or but white, I, Austin? I'm, I'm white. Okay. I called you from Arizona a while back. Okay. But, uh, but women, they should only... They should only uh, have one husband. Right. But the man, he ought to be able to have as many as he can handle. I differ. That, that means more. That means more babies. I differ <laughs> with you on that one, man. That one is because uh, then the the man's interests are divided. It's and it's. I don't think that's wise. But let's talk on that another time, uh, Austin in North Carolina. Great call. Very interesting. All right. All right. Appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. All right, take care. All right, let me get to William in California on the line while we try to connect with Dylan Burns. Yeah. Uh, hey, William in California, how you doing, man? How you doing, man? Hey, um, yeah, right on, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> you agree with having multiple wives? I wouldn't have multiple wives. I just like his call. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I liked his call, too. He sounded kind of old school. Yeah, he did. Hey, um... Oh, uh, God. It was t- 
from my tongue. Oh, hey, hey, David in Ocala. I've been to Ocala. There's a museum there, a racing museum. We go, we go to Gainesville, and there's a track and raceway with Gainesville Raceway there. I've been there. That's the Art Malone and Don Garlic's museum. I've been that place. Shout out. Yeah, cool. Right on. Uh, D- David and Ocala. He's a nice. Uh, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. You wanted to talk about Obamacare? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what it was. I-, I do think, with all due respect, I think it is like a form of communism. Yeah, I totally agree, Be- because, man. Because of it's a stepping stone, just like well, the- just like this subverted capitalism. It's a stepping stone to communism. Right. It's not opposite. I mean, the the people that were okay. It does seem like it's kind of top heavy. I want to bring words, in my guests. Can you unmute Dylan, D- Dylan Burns? I have my guests with me, William, in California. I want. I'm curious to get Dylan Burns. Are you there? Can you hear me, man? Yeah, I can hear. Okay, Hake, how you doing? Doing well. Uh, I don't know if you heard uh, any of my conversation about Obamacare. With a, earlier in this show, I oh man, I apologize. I totally forgot that you were coming on today. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I understand. Uh, Everybody's just, forgetting about the war in Ukraine. <laughs> Even Hake. Indeed. What's your? Do you agree that, with William and me that Obamacare is kind of communist? Uh, not really. Uh, it's it's not a communist program to me. It still works with private healthcare companies. It uh, does not concentrated all on workers owning the means of production it seems to be uh mostly focused on uh trying to supplement a market failure uh, of people not being covered by health insurance in this country either because they cannot afford it or because uh it's just uh you know they for whatever reason they were unable to get health insurance but i don't know what specifically about obamacare would be communist okay uh william what were you gonna say what were you going to say on Obamacare? Oh, good morning, Dylan. Uh, Dylan, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Good. Uh, the part that I kind of look at is is that it's kind of top-heavy, and it doesn't really uh, help the older people as much. I noticed when it came out, and it helped a lot of younger people that didn't need so much health insurance. Um, um. I really didn't think about health insurance when I was 22. I probably had it, but didn't really think about it. Now, surely wasn't a grown-up at 26. And a lot of those people that had jobs at Walmart during Obama's years, they were working under 37-hour jobs. And when you're 37 hours, what do you think happens after that? I I don't think Obamacare should have been the... They have to get Obamacare. Because you're you you know if you pay forty hours you have to Walmart has to pay for those health care plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see that wasn't necessarily working. So it's kind with... of like a mandate. You know what I'm saying, Dylan? It's like you mandated into something, and it's well, not necessarily cheaper either. Just because something is mandated doesn't necessarily make it communist. You could say <laughs> that something is. Like, for example, you're saying something's top-heavy, or you could say mm-hmm. something's, like, uh, bureaucratic. What does top-heavy mean? Could, um, well, well, I guess it, when he, it, I assume when he said top-heavy, he meant that uh, it's the government having a top-down approach. If we are ordering you to do this, you're going yeah, to do this. Uh, I assume that's what he meant. But yeah. I, I, I can like understand the, somebody the rich coming from subsidizing the, posi- the poor, so-called. Uh, 
that um, kind of stuff too. I, that too. Yeah, but that's a, that's a social program, and social programs aren't necessarily communist. Oh yes, they are. we have <laughs> just because you use social. But there's nothing about a social program that necessarily makes it communist. Okay, uh, when well, Marx well, was talking about it, communism, I'll just you, you can mama say in evil. If you want to call it that, if you want to say yeah, like, oh, it's first handouts, it was called stuff like universal that. care, yeah. right? But was I feel it? like I feel like we're treating communism, uh, you know, kind of like we're Flip. treating it very loosely here. Yes, like everything from Stalin's Soviet Union when he was seizing all of the food and he's you know rounding up all of the bourgeois and you know putting them on the wall, shooting them, executing them. Like that's communist. Everything to. A public option or Obamacare is communist. It's just a, such a wide net that it just it makes me uncomfortable because we're watering down this word that I think has actual meaning, both to the people who adhere to it and when you're trying to describe historical political movements. And and I mean, if if this is communist, if this counts as communist, then we'd have to say that any social program would count as semi-communist or communist. Yes. And if any social I mean, programs counts as communist, semi-communist or communist, then social security is communist. Yes. You may, can make the argument that the police force is communist because that is uh, wealthy people could very easily pay for their own private security on their own properties while not paying for cops to go into lower income neighborhoods to patrol them and try to stop the crime in those communities. My, my question would then become what action of the state, uh, if it's related to uh, rich people paying a larger amount to help poor people, wouldn't be considered communist, which would cover a large swath of what the state is meant to do. Well, I don't know if William from California agrees with me on the me calling it all communism. William, <clears throat> William I want to give you a fair sh shot at this. You <clears throat> were addressing him, and I jumped in with the communism thing, and I kind of derailed yeah. your, you guys' conversation. Yeah. If you want, I could give you my, my what I want for healthcare currently, or okay. at least this is what I want to pursue right now is a is a as a public option to have a public competing government option with the private options to make them more competitive, make it so they have to compare, uh, compete against that government option. So not only is the government option going to uh, offer a uh, a f uh, not a free option but a cheap option, an affordable option for working class people, it'll also make the private companies have to compete harder and we'll have to make them bring down their prices in reaction to a public option being making available being made available to uh to americans and i think that's a very moderate healthcare uh, approach but would that be considered communist because it is technically a social program even if people still are paying into it still have to you know pay the healthcare services they're still working with private companies and a capitalist system i i wouldn't be for it because uh the it's it's a mess. Uh, what do you say, William, though? Because I want to let you... Yeah, you should, you should get the wheels moving. Um, I think that as long as it's something doesn't affect private insurance, you know, They're because that's the biggest part I've seen about the Obamacare is the mandation and taxing people and penalizing people for, for not wanting to be a part of it, you know, and taking the freedom out of, uh, out of the hands of the American people. Does that make sense? I, I understand the uh, I understand why people have a problem with the mandate, the idea of the government telling them to yeah. get uh, just like the mandation I, of I, um, the uh, this uh, global warming thing, you know, that a lot of people don't believe in, and that's their freedom to not believe in it. Um, I would uh, say that of the, there is of the EV, the EV that's not working. 
and that nobody wants. And and we were just talking about that the other day about automobiles and taxation on, you know, the junking of these uh, uh, very nasty vehicles. Um, that just the man, you know, mandating anything on the American public is just something I I I don't agree with. Hey, I I do agree that mandating it definitely is the top heavy approach as as you described. But I would also uh, say that while, uh, of course, I, I understand that people are definitely annoyed at the health care being mandated. Uh, and again, it. Obamacare is not how I would approach uh, government health care. Mm-hmm. Saying that as a non-expert on government health care, but it's not the plan that yeah. I would put I'm, forward. I'm always but less government. That's just me. You know, I do no want to say that when we're, when we're talking about freedom, nobody yeah. can really enjoy the freedoms of the United States whether it comes to freedom of expression a freedom of the press or any of the things that I, I appreciate about being in the United States that makes it freer than other countries uh, our enshrinements of the First Amendment being much stronger none of these freedoms that I like about America I would I wouldn't be able to enjoy them if I'm dead if I can't afford health insurance if I can't uh, if I feel sick, but I know I don't have the money to pay for it, so then I don't go to the doctor, and so my disease or whatever issue I has continues to develop. A lot of people die every year, not necessarily even because you know they didn't uh, catch it in time or they couldn't afford to go to the doctor, but because they uh, they didn't want to spend what little savings they have to go get a checkup when it might end up being nothing, and then they well, just wasted three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars. But you know what, Dylan? Some of these things have already been there. It was called. It was called Medicare. It's the same thing. The the problem. The problem is though. Even with Medicare, thirty three thousand Americans. And this is old data. I think the number is actually larger now. But I'm I'm just going on the data that I know is yeah. true, uh, which yeah. is older. Uh, which thirty three thousand Americans dying every year due to lack of health insurance because they didn't right. get preventative care. They could. Right. They didn't. They 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 felt something in their stomach. It's like, oh, that feels bad, but I can't afford it, or I, I don't want to go spend. You know, I can't take time off of work. Week, few weeks later, they have cancer. Could have dealt with it later. Could have dealt with it earlier. Could have maybe right. saved their life. Who knows? A lot of people die every year because of that. And I and I okay. understand not okay. wanting a but, program but to be Dylan, mandated. But, Dylan, but I do. I, get I, I do want to. Hold on, William. Let, let me just let him finish, oh, okay. finish my go point. Ahead, go ahead. I gotta I gotta finish my point because this is what I'm building yeah, go, up. Yeah, to. go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. While I can understand somebody not liking the idea of the government telling you you have to have health insurance. Um, I, at the end of the day, don't think anybody can enjoy any of the freedoms of the United States if uh, they're they're caught up by this this market failure, which is what I think that a lack of health in, uh, uh, people being trapped by uh, medical companies into uh-huh. continuing to pay these exorbitant fees after they could have gotten preventative care much earlier. I think that's what happens to a lot of working class people. And uh-huh. then they're not able to enjoy financial freedom. They're not in, able uh-huh. to enjoy their lives. They're stuck in a medical bed and uh, they might have lost their life when they could have enjoyed their freedom. So I I think that even though I understand why you have a problem with it being mandated, at the end of the day, I do think universal coverage is a goal the United States should strive towards to deal with that problem. I'm going to end it with this. I think the term, you are owed this, is the biggest misconception. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and let let everything go on that. And Dylan, it's good to talk to you again. Good to talk to you, too. You have a nice one. All right. Take care. Thank you, William. Appreciate it. Uh, this is Dylan Burns, guys. Dylan Burns TV on YouTube, and I don't know where else else you're streaming right now. Are you on Twitch? Twitch. Twitch. I stream on Twitch, and then I put the stuff on YouTube. I'm demonetized on YouTube, so don't stream there yet. Oh, okay. Man, that's that's still ongoing, huh? What a pain. Yep. Uh, For another month. 
Okay, hopefully that gets worked out, man. Um, it's Dylan Burns seventeen seventy six on Twitter. He also has Dylan Burns TV on Twitter, and uh, and I've been on Hippy Dippy Roundtable many times. I've been mm-hmm. on. Uh, we've had we've had you on a number of times now talking about the Ukraine mess. I wanted to talk about this communism thing. A lot of what you just described with uh, William from California on the phone earlier about the Obamacare and universal health care and the, what you call the market failure is kind of like what I see all of communism, if you will, or maybe I'll just throw out that term since you don't like it, but uh-huh. I call it communism, is to overwhelm the system Break it, make say that it's not working, and then revamp it into your image, which is universal, so-called healthcare, taking care of everybody, and all that stuff. We we're seeing that with the border, destroying um, the meaning of the border, basically overwhelming the system. We're seeing crime going further and further out of control. We're seeing people's being angry and hateful towards one another, so they're trying to bring in these fake hate crime laws. Um, taking away the freedom of speech. We're seeing the healthcare industry further and further meddled with, overrun with people coming in and taking advantage of the free services. And it's increased irresponsibility, but instead of getting to the root issue, which is being responsible, law and order, um, containing uh, people's, containing people, encouraging them to be more moral, rather than more immoral and dishonest and uh, cheating the system and all that stuff. Having children, should be having children, not not having children, so that we can have... Because children are, used to be that they could, uh, they produced value, they didn't cost so much. But now they're costing because a whole lot of people are not bringing, adding value to society, so they're draining society. All that is giving the excuse to just turn America more into Europe, which is also self-destructing. So uh, when, I, when I was in Europe, I got to say that I, I didn't really talk to many people who were jealous of our healthcare system. Uh, there might I be know. specific people who were talking about like, oh, there's this, you know, healthcare development or scientific development in the United States, or you know, if you're extraordinarily wealthy, you'll be able to do well in the United States. Um, but I didn't meet many Europeans that were jealous of the American healthcare system, and I was also in a war zone. And when talking to those people who were actively, you know, having their healthcare system strained by the war, healthcare centers bombed, they were still not that jealous of the American healthcare system. We spend a tremendous amount of money for, relatively speaking, uh, not the best care considering as how many people die every year uh, due to lack of health care coverage. You would think if we're spending so much more than other relatively wealthy nations that are comparable to the United States when it comes to GDP, standards of living and development, that spending all this much more money being the wealthiest nation in the United States, investing so much in research and development and how much the government puts into the medicine, that we would be striding way past the European powers. We have much more medical developments in the United States and investment into medical research, yet we're not. Right, it's just like with education. We're blowing all this money in education and we have the worst education in, in, uh, for the, for at least the normal American citizens, young people. Uh, ever. And they're trying to bring in, make it even worse. 
the the problem for me though is is the solution to dealing with those thousands of people who die every year because they didn't go to the doctor's office because they couldn't do think they could afford it or the people who uh, are are still left uncovered in many states across the country i don't think the solution is to just tell them to be responsible and pull themselves up by their bootstraps uh, I, I do think that we kind of have to create market conditions that allows them to be able to get affordable health care options and be covered if we're going to get anywhere close to universal coverage, let alone universal coverage itself, which is probably going to have to come with some broad stroke federal program, federal health care program, like a public option or some other top down, top heavy approach. But you're ignoring uh, and- my point that they are they purposely destroyed the system. By overrunning uh, the system with all these immigrants, taking advantage of this At what point was the healthcare system working? At what point did it become broken? I don't know. I I know at one point they didn't, uh, there were, there were people who were, who were quite well taken care of, quite, doing, doing quite fine before they did, for example, the integration of, the forced integration of the communities. A whole lot of people's property values were were quite decent. They were making uh, good money. Was, was was that a good time for American healthcare? Do you think it it might have been because they were they were subsidized um, by by their by themselves and the wealth that they created. That rather than having the wealth destroyed by crime and all this um, all this over overrunning system of people. Um, sucking off of sucking off of the free stuff that we offer, it was people were people were on the whole more responsible already. So it wasn't um, it wasn't overwhelmed as badly as it is today, and it wasn't so dishonest. The government has meddled in the healthcare, the so-called healthcare industry, and these healthcare industries have meddled inside of the government and made things more corrupt and more expensive. So the reason why I keep calling it a market failure is because uh, in comparison to if my it's a socialist if, failure. Well, well, I'm talking about uh, the problem with Amer- American health care. Right, it's so, it's um, too socialist. The reason the reason I call it a market failure yeah. is because if I wanted to buy a TV, ultimately, I could be like, look, this TV behind me, it's old, it's not great. But it works. I don't want to go have to spend another three hundred, four hundred, five hundred dollars on this flat screen. It's not necessary. I can make the choice to stay home. I can make the choice to go to other options. I can make the choice to wait and save my money. That's me participating in a free market and making a, a, a conscious decision decision for my financial health as a consumer, right? And so that would be the market working as intended. But if I catch cancer, there is no well. You know, I'll just wait it out. Or, you know, I'll just wait until I have another option. Or, you know what, I'll just get the other cancer treatment that I've got at home. Uh, Once you've got cancer and you need it treated, you have to get it treated or you die. There's no, well, you know, I don't want to buy this new car, so I'll take the metro system and I'll just spend on that. And so that's a captive market. And when you have a captive market, they're going to pay you whatever is necessary in order to get the health care services necessary to keep them alive, to take care of their children, still see their wife at the end of the week. They're going to do everything they can to survive. And that is where health care companies can gouge patients, patients because they know they can't do anything. They have to pay it up. And that right there is a failure 
of the free market, a market failure where the consumer is at the whim of the healthcare company, which is why I think we need to strengthen the consumer protection protections around healthcare services in this country, as well as make a public option that's going to treat these people with respect. And that's just the first step, in my but, opinion. But, but my I, think, thing, I think it's a moderate compromise. But my thing is the government and these companies don't care about the people. The government is part of the problem. They like people be having cancer. So they have this problem that they can fund for cancer research for their self-important doctors and researchers, and they like the money being cheaper. Have you noticed that if wouldn't, they— wouldn't, Wait, wouldn't the private companies in question, wouldn't they want their not to—just throwing this out there, and uh -huh. I, I, I'm just going to be straight up with you. I don't think the government is honestly like yay cancer. I don't think Yes, that, they are. Are you I kidding me? I don't think me? that's the official stance of the government. They love but it. If— if, if anybody was they love to be people a being cancer, desperate and sob stories so that they can swoop in and pretend like they're the ones if saving there you. Is, if there's any group on the planet that is team cancer, wouldn't it be the healthcare companies that profit off of treating cancer? Yeah, the year doctors. After year, month after month. Exactly. But aren't those wouldn't and they're in and those are the ones who are the most in bed with the government. When you say most in bed with the government, do you mean they have de dealings with the government? Because if the government was to separate more and more, from these people would still profit immensely off of cancer treatment. That's they have fine. a captive market. They they are going to profit off of cap. Right, cancer and treatment. they're encouraging people to do stuff, how, remain how, in how healthy. How would the private market say solve that problem? Because it's it's not so much of a problem. People, they're not encouraging people to. It's not to, a problem to have a captive market like that and to exploit it. No, it's not a problem like that because you're you're. If they truly cared about the people, they would be not uh, making money so so cheap, so uh, so worthless. If they cared about the people, they would be closing the border and getting rid of minimum wage and getting rid of um, all of these regulations that make it hard for people to afford to live and buy homes and own their own stuff so, so that they can afford to deal with their life and health. And encourage people to, I mean, they, they encourage people to stay inside and uh, live a sedentary life during the China virus. They gained, people gained like 10, 20 pounds, some of them, and they got, their health was worse off. The government doesn't care about people, nor do the uh, doctors. The doctors tend to be oh. over, they tend to be over cautious to the detriment of your health and life. So... I, I don't know how anybody could say that, you know, people getting, you know, people getting the disease or getting cancer, getting this, and then being price gouged by healthcare companies isn't a problem. I do think it's a problem. But that's partly because a, of the, the only way. If, that if, if you say it isn't a problem, then under this model, if I was to be like, ah, ah guys, I got a blood infection from work. I got a rusty nail. It got stuck in my eyeball or something. I need treatment. And the healthcare company was like, great. Okay. We'll just need your house. Right, because that's because we have a socialist system that has Why, made it so people can't. So, how is that socialism? Because you've because you've made it so that people don't own their own homes, they have to pay rent to the government every year. People, uh, people's money. So people people's just money have enough money even, to pay the price gouging if people's if we, money isn't. We didn't have socialism. People's money isn't even worth anything. They've overregulated and micromanaged in the health industry so that. There's only select number of doctors who who can treat you, and it, they've made it so bad. The doctors don't even believe in what's right anymore. They believe they don't believe in do no harm. 
the doctors believe in the, the doctors believe in killing the babies and transgendering the people. You believe that these people are for these you believe that these people are honest and for what's right? We have a socialist system that's that's anti-Christian and anti-common sense and um, take, being able to take care of yourself. They've taken away uh, freedoms and powers from people to take care of people. And you say- I just want to say that the private free market has been very good at aborting many children. That's not the that private free market. That's in be- that's in cahoots with that the is, government. That is the that's free market. That's commie capitalism. What do you mean? Many abortions it's subsidized, happen under the free market. They're subsidized by the government. All those, all those companies- under the free government. Free all those, you all think those companies are subsidized by the government. You think when they go super free and cap, they're going to outlaw abortion over there? I don't know about that. I'm just talking about what's what the reality is. You're pretending like the government's not involved in that. They're definitely involved, involved in, in, in that. Involved in, there's a few ways that they're involved. In, uh, for example, I know that veterans, uh, if they wanted to go to another state right now in order to get uh, reproductive health care services, wanted to get an abortion, <laughs> that the government will now pay for the transportation due to the fact that many states, they no longer allowed to get abortions there. And as an employer, the federal government has to make sure that everybody can get the same health care services or there's a discrimination issue. Isn't that, isn't that insane? We should get rid of the anti-discrimination laws. No, that's not, I don't think that's insane. I think that's it makes sense po- that's that an insane, employer, man. I think, I think it makes sense that an employer would want to make sure that their employees have the same benefits across the board despite the region. I but that's that not sense. a benefit. How is, how is killing the baby a benefit? It's health, it's reproductive health care. That's services. not health care. That I mean, reproductive I mean, health care means help you have the baby. Doesn't mean help you kill the baby. I don't think that's true. I think I've heard of many people. It's not reproduction. And many doctors that's the opposite of reproduction. Term. Well, I mean, you're you're interfer- you're using the healthcare professionals to get involved in the reproductive process. That's right, reproductive healthcare. That's not healthcare. <laughs> That's insane. Wow. So you're using these communist euphemisms. That's not I really, communism. I really hey, think I that you're a you communist. communist. Hey, hey, can you define communism for me? Lies. Well, because you know you're a, what? you're I can't dressed stop up you as there. you got me there. Yeah, you're dressed up as this you got fake. Me there. You're dressed up as this fake reasonable person. I'm rationalizing, I'm, rationalizing, I'm a killing the baby. Person? Yeah, like you're you're dressing Wait, it up you as ever reasonable. Have you met somebody on the coast before? Most people on the coast believe that abortion should be uh, accessible. Yeah, to most people. people are blind, brainwashed, useful idiots for the communism. Maybe you're a useful idiot for the communism thing. Like you, I don't think you like you really. You're a true believer of this of this thing as a reproductive health. You are in your early twenties, right? So I, I understand. I am in my early twenties. I'm yeah. not. And I'm not looking down on you or anything, but I mm-hmm. think that you're dressed up. It's like Obama was a communist, right? He dressed I, up not, in a suit. We have not discussed any of the principles or anything of communism today. Other, we, why? Have not, we have not discussed anything even re- yes, remotely huh? related to communism. Yeah, overwhelm the system, break it down, and rebuild it in the communist image. Universal health care and all that stuff. So, so the communist image is Obamacare working with private healthcare companies. That's a who are stepping stone. Paid exorbitant prices for these drugs that they often price gouge is the is the Marxist view of of communist healthcare development. Right. It was it, like you said. You brought up the um, so-called social security. That was uh, that FDR. I think he was kind of a communist. FDR, known Stalinist. Yeah, he was a communist. Some people yeah. called him a fascist. Some people called him a communist. Yeah. No Nazi sympathizer and Stalinist. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, man, 
we're at the top of the hour. I, I s- sort of, uh, I, speaking of gouging, I gouged you out of the first half hour of the Hake report. That was messed so, up. If you want, look, I can do another half hour. If I appreciate you want. it. Nice. No worries. Um, I have a caller who wants to talk with you, Manuel in California. You guys sure. can call in 1 775 3773. Manuel in California, you're live with Dylan Burns, Dylan Burns TV. Hey guys, how you doing? Doing well. Doing okay. Um, I just wanted to comment on the uh, like Medi-Cal, Medicare, whatever situation, Obamacare. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people that like screw the system. Like I grew up not in the hood, but you know, lower income areas. And um, what they would do is that they would just not marry their wives and get on Medi-Cal, and then they get all the free benefits of food stamps, WIC. Uh. Medi-Cal, so they are taking from the system. And, like, back then, I was paying $500 a month just for my daughter's medical because I was working, unlike the others. And now I'm in a wheelchair. I pay $65 a month, and I get everything for free. Now that I don't have to supply and help pay for the system, it just overburdens it. Someone else still has to pay the bill. That's why there's price gouging. There's not enough people helping pay to keep the system at a steady level. You got too many people stealing from the system. And like a lot of these Mexicans do, like I'm Mexican, I know a lot of my family members do this. Stay close to your phone. Sorry. Thanks. They work here, and they ship all their money back to Cal- out of California to Mexico. Yeah. And then keep all their benefit, get all free benefits here for free, while they're not even paying taxes to help bring the burden down on the medical system. You follow that, Dylan? Were you able to hear that? Yeah, I heard that. I, anytime there is a social service that's made widely available to people, definitely try to make it a, a, an expansive universal program to try to address some public uh, public issue, whether it be you know lack of health care coverage or really uh, housing, whatever it is. Uh, there, there are going to be ins- instances where that system is abused. I don't know... If the system has so much abuse that it's having a significant impact on the ability of the system to service other people, I don't know if it's that expansive. There is fraud, as there is with all social programs, but I don't know how expansive the fraud is when it comes to Social Security uh, or when it comes to Medicare or when it comes to uh, these programs specifically. It would have to be talked about on a program-by-program basis. Uh, but I, I don't know that it's expansive enough that it's having a real impact on, on the ability for Medicare to cover people. I do, sure. I do want to say, on these shows, often the, the stories are, that are highlighted are these stories where people abuse the system. But that's because, of course, it's very easy to overlook the stories where the people are helped by the system. Uh, I can say that personally, my own mother very oh, much benefited from uh, from uh, Obamacare. And when uh, uh, there was uh, when Trump got elected in 2020, one of the concerns uh, she expressed to me was, well, I think it was 2016, not 2020. When she got elected in 2016, was I'm very concerned I'm going to lose my health care coverage and I'm not going to be able to cover for this. Yep. And she didn't have the ability to work. Her body was was fucked up to all hell. Her bones were being eaten away, and she she was not able to go out and do that type of work. And so for every instance where you can describe, you know, um, uh, you know. A, a person trying to grift the system, you're going to have a hundred instances of people who legitimately need the system's help and was helped by the system. I think a great example of this would be the child tax credit. Were there people who got the money from the child tax credit and didn't spend it on their 
a child, but instead sp- sp- spent it on, I don't know, lines of cocaine or something? I assume so. But 80 to 90% of the money that was spent from the child tax credit went towards mandatory expenses, like groceries, Wait, how do you know care. it's 80 to 90%? Because we got those numbers. We got those numbers from the federal government. Oh, Lord. You trust the federal government, to be honest yeah, with you? I trust numbers. the federal government. I trust the federal government. <laughs> well, 80 to... 80 to 90 percent, though, or, or or good numbers for a program like that. I know, and but it shows, and, but it makes it also it makes sense because that was during COVID. People were struggling, so it made sense that the government was the government went out, oh. gave gave people that money to help them pay for their kids, and child poverty was reduced by 30 to 40 to 50 percent for a brief period in this country. But that doesn't justify doing it in the wrong way. Like you, you can help somebody, and yes, they are helped, but you're helping them in the wrong way most of the time. When you have the government getting involved, is by mama spirit do-gooders who feel sorry for these people. And there's other ways that they would be taken care of, but there's no faith in God or honesty or um, human fellow well, human well, beings and neighbors other, anymore. What's the other way all these people are going to get taken care of when they get kicked off of Medicare? and these Because you're, 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 Medicare was wrong to begin with. Well, no, you said that if these people were all taken off these programs, they'd be covered by other things. Well, well, I, I've heard this before. Themselves. But I Get know it, that the, this whole system okay, has been so wrong for like a hundred years. People and all the all the unbelievably poor people. They're just gonna they're just gonna find ways to cover the health care. So we're not gonna see an increase in the amount of people dying every year due to lack of health care coverage. There wouldn't yeah, I be. Think we are gonna see an increase. Year. He's he's people swimming in a hundred years of communism and women voting and stuff like years that. Of com- I, man, I just. <laughs> Hey, I don't, have you ever, what communist author or theory or any, have you ever read anything? Yeah, I I read the the manifesto about, um, I don't know if it was the manifesto, but I read the thing about overwhelm the system, uh, keep people off off their heels, going outside of their area of expertise, Uh um, divide and conquer, divide and conquer through, uh, through the natural fissures of, black and white and men and women and working class and 1% and all that crap. <coughs> Excuse me, all that crap. But we've had 100 years of women mama spirit voting, looking to the government to be the daddy, the provider, and micromanaging and meddling in people's lives when they should be just minding their own business. And we could be moral and free and the responsibility would win rather than cheating. The, pro- the, the world, though, isn't just everybody living on their lonesome, separate from everybody else. That's not, we, what, I'm, we that's all not affect- what I'm presenting, well, though. Well, it, that it, is reality. You live on your own regardless. Well, the problem it, is, though, the world affects us on a daily basis. For example, Russian invasion exactly. of Ukraine has impact on global grain prices. Uh, if there is a looting of a local store, that's going to impact your ability to go out and get groceries and feed your family at the end of the week. Right. If there's a strike at a local coal mine, that might affect your energy prices at the end of the week. Whether we like it or not, these things, outside of what we can directly control, do, ha- do have an effect on our daily lives. And the government's been the problem. The government's been the problem, and... and uh your solution is more government. The well, the, and the, the problem is these, and the these, these capitalist issues corporations. before the, these these issues existed before social security. For example, el- elder poverty 
Massive issue still, but was an even more massive issue before Social Security was implemented. The implementation of Social Security saw a massive reduction in elder poverty. I don't know that that's true, though. people were abandoned by their children, unable to be taken care of, or their kids were too busy taking care of their own families, and so they did their best to make ends meet off of $50 or $100 or $150 a month during the Great Depression. What I said is absolutely No, true. the Great Depression was a result of the, the mess with the communist stuff. Manual in California. Well, you, last word. Go ahead. The, you mean the you uh, mean what you mean the markets? You mean the the market collapse was the communism? Go ahead, Manual in California. Well, again, this whole yeah. social security and all this is like, what makes you think that the government knows what to do with your money better than you do? I would never give my money to the government to pay me back later. That's why I don't pay taxes. I have my own business. I avoid paying taxes at all costs. So I don't have to help pay this communism system that we have. It's a mess. Yeah. I'm not going to pay for someone else to live. I'll pay for myself to live, and you guys figure it out on your own. You die, you die, you live, you live. Welcome to America. It makes sense. Back in the olden days, America was tough to live in, and a whole lot of immigrants came here, and it was tough, so they left and went back where it was to live easier lives. Now it's too cushy, and uh, it's causing emergencies later down the road it's like a shell look collapsing i just want to make sure that this guy don't drive on my roads or my bridges that my tax dollars have been paying for <laughs> this freeloader on the phone right now driving on all those public roads i pay for i'm not happy about that <laughs> all right let me, let me tell you some more then so i make like over a hundred thousand dollars a year and i pay like nothing in taxes and i pay 65 dollars for medicare since i'm disabled mm-hmm. So, like, you're still going to pay for all my stuff. You see how I'm not helping you at all, but you want that system in here to help who? It's not going to help you. I'm just going to steal money from you this whole time, right? So you just came on to say that you're a thief and... How's that a thief? How's that a thief? Wait, you say, wait, 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 wait. You said that... Wait, 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 wait. He just said he's making $100,000 a year while also getting covered by Medicare. He's stuck in the system that you're defending. So he's the just using it the best, the smartest way possible. That's not being a thief. Wait, wait. He said no, so. He's what, what he's not. Say? He's trying his best to not pay any taxes as possible, as as few taxes exactly. to no taxes possible, which is legal. Well, also, well, well, I'm not. Well, something can be legal, and you can still. I can still call it thievery. Oh, okay. So you just want to. You just want to attack. Like, like if I, well, <laughs> right. what do you mean? If I say like I don't want to pay it all into the system, but I want to take the benefits from the system. That's, I am a hundred percent principled. I, I do I do look exactly at that with arguing. a raised eyebrow. That's exactly what's that's what you're arguing though. What you, I'm saying that. that if he is saying I'm gonna take money out of the system but pay nothing into the system, and I know that I don't have to. He's take this creating money out of the value in the world. It. If he's making a hundred thousand dollars, but if he's making a hundred thousand dollars in the world, he's not just produce. I mean, a year in the world. If he's making a hundred thousand dollars a year. He's he's somebody who's pre, who's uh, creating I, value know, in the world. An, he could be an OnlyFans star. You don't know that. I know that he's not an OnlyFans star. He's not an OnlyFans star. I can't even get naked. But. <laughs> number, number one feed account. On so you agree fans. with me that OnlyFans is a drain on society? It's evil. I don't know if it's a drain on society. Yeah, it's it's evil. sick. It's it's bad for both of them. <laughs> I'm desperate in a wheelchair, and I won't even marry an OnlyFans woman. Nice. No, I would rather be single and dead. <laughs> Interesting call, Manuel in California. Like Last right. word, real quick. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just. I'll get going. Thank you, man. Uh, did you go ahead, uh, Dylan? I I feel like I'm cutting you off a bit. 
No, I, mean, I, I already forgot what we were talking about. Okay, cool. Let's get to Justin in Fullerton, California. Uh, we're having fun here. Justin, you're live with Dylan Burns, Dylan Burns TV. Hi, uh, thanks for taking my call, Hey. Yeah. I was just uh, wanting to say that when there was a big infamil crisis recently, you know, because of mismanagement, where the taxpayers give their money to the government, uh, what happened? Mothers, you know, had no milk or no formula. So those who did have milk, they shared it within the community. And so time and time again, whether it was a Great Depression or any kind of thing that Americans had to come together with, uh, they did, but as soon as they give up their control of the nanny state, there lies the uh, slavery. I guess if modern-day slavery existed, it exists in the, not, the notion that not a penny that is paid, you know, for services comes out of your own pocket. It comes out of the government. It doesn't make sense. Like the other caller said, uh, he doesn't even pay taxes. So who's going to pay for? Who's going to pay for everything? You know, if if uh, taxes can only go so far to so many people. Right. We should shrink the government so that it's not so involved in in uh, messing up our lives. So as for the baby formula shortage, uh, the shortage was a real issue. It had to do with the production lines. These companies, uh, they had some production yeah. issue. And so that made it so a lot of working class people were unable to afford baby formula or had to make do with substitutes because of these companies failing to uh, keep up the production process and keep it safe and efficient. Uh, and so what the government did that we're lambasting right now is imported one billion eight-ounce bottle equivalents of formula from abroad to ease the shortage as they fixed the issue before the uh, baby formula shortage went back down and came back under control, relatively under control. So the government that you're criticizing for the baby formula shortage actually helped ease the baby, baby shortage, uh, uh, the baby formula shortage, where the government, uh, where, where the free market failed. Yeah, interesting. Well, that's, that, that's a common pattern uh, that I see within, you know, not only communist countries, but a lot of different types, but one in, for instance, North Korea. Uh, they have austerity measures that say, oh, we're limited. We don't have enough toilet paper. You may recall COVID. That's even what caused that shortage issue. Uh, it's, it's, it's overall mismanagement and authoritarian how, how control. Did the, uh, word. How, how did the government cause yeah, yeah. the baby formula shortage? Authoritarian control. COVID was to blame for it. If they didn't start the COVID measures where there were supposedly lockdowns in production, just like with oil. Right. We don't have enough oil. We have to manufacture it. So I think people have lost the notion. Yeah, we don't have, have a free market. Saving. He blamed a free market failure, and it's not a free market. So it was, we're not you free. guys are just saying, wait, wait, wait. You yeah, guys are saying that the shortage was just due to the COVID lockdowns. That's what you guys are saying. I think there wasn't there, some, wasn't there something where the some incompetent, probably foreign people in the factory corrupted the yep. formula? And why are they using yep. so formula in the first do, place? Wait, wait. So why are we even bring? Okay, why are we bringing up authoritarian <laughs> COVID lockdowns? Why are we bringing that up? Because we have authoritarian if, forced it's a totally immigration. Issue. It's not. It, doesn't, it has to do with the that employees hired by the company. Corrupting and and fucking up. Oh, sorry, excuse my French. Messing up oh, the baby the formula production process, and then the government comes in, deals with the shortage in the short term to help working class people, and somehow this is the government's fault again. Yeah. I disavow the notion of working class people. Uh, go ahead, Justin. No, I disavow. I'm, I'm going to hang up too. I, I can't handle this. Uh, you can't. Come on, you're supposed have to have patience oh. with the. Oh, he hung up. Oh. Well. <laughs> 
Us you broke him. Be frustrating. You got to understand. You say again. Us liberals can be quite frustrating. You have yeah. to understand. We need to be. We need to be have patience and deal with the deal with the lies with perfect patience and the half truths. <laughs> you need to guide me back to the, the way of light and truth and justice. Indeed, I have some super chats to read to so that we can awesome. have you respond to them. Over on uh, D Live, Dijon Paul said Dylan is the perfect guest to forget. Uh, food duruti, duruti, d r d u. Hopefully, it's I not vulgar. Is this a reference that I'm not getting? F u duruti, f. I don't know. Anyway, thank you, Dijon Pot. I think he was saying that it's that when I forgot to bring you on. He said, "Oh, you're the perfect guest to forget." He's not uh, a damn. fan, I guess. <laughs> damn, not a fan. Not a fan. Strifecast donated a diamond. Canadians go to the States to, for a cancer treatment, he says. Is that a fact? Yep. I mean, yeah, they have, they have uh, universal state health care coverage, yeah. So they go to the United States? Well, no, oh, I, thought, I thought he meant the state as in the government. Um, oh. But uh, if he mean, I mean, some very wealthy Canadians go to the United States to get health care coverage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we would be a much wealthier people. There, I mean, I don't really believe that there's anybody poor in America. Nobody. Um, yeah, but I think that we they where, want where, us where to be. We, can you can you expand on that? I'm sorry, you can't just drop. I've seen homeless people. Right? I, I know, but they're I, not I, that poor. They're not hungry. I mean, what do you? Nobody's you say starving. Not- no, have you seen a starving homeless person? No, but there there is an issue with childhood mal uh, not, the childhood like a lack of nutritional options for children and having a real impact on their educational outcomes. I like when we say there's not like an issue. But that, whose fault on is the that? Side. That's the parents' fault. Like, isn't like we're not seeing people with like children with bloated stomachs right. dying on the side of the road. Like, exactly. It's a, like it's a classic famine. But when it comes to like children having good nutritional outcomes, making sure they're well fed before they go to school so they can fully concentrate on their classes, these are real issues that we still need to deal with when it comes to youth. Shame and on the parents. People absolutely still have to deal with issues like hunger and and homelessness and, and, and poverty in a real way. Right, and they're being subsidized. These we should defund the single mothers. I probably said that on your show before. Um, probably <laughs> because because it's only. When you subsidize something, you get more of it. You subsidize homelessness, so, you get more homelessness. You subsidize single mothers, you get more single mothers. We're subsidizing or, immorality and irresponsibility. I, I don't think that's necessarily necessarily true. For example, the child tax credit did see a reduction in childhood poverty. Uh, it did see a mass, and, I, and that was not even a. By there may way, be some short term stuff. That's the like, child tax credit was, like, I think, a $500 child tax credit. It was, while that's a sizable chunk of change, we're not talking about gigantic $2,000, $3,000 government handouts. And that was enough to have a massive reduction in child poverty. And a lot of people think when it comes to these programs that the program is designed to get people uh, a job or designed in order to get people off of the system into the, the into the workforce. And yeah. I think that some I think a lot of times people uh, uh, want it, the, the system to do something it wasn't designed to do. The system was designed in order to lessen the suffering of poverty, make it so that children are not going to sleep at the end of the night hungry, making sure that families have decent heating so they don't freeze during the winter. It's trying to make some of the most brutal realities of poverty less brutal. That was a lot of the purpose behind LBJ's Great Society program. I think that, yay, LBJ, (laughs) woo. But I, I don't think that 
make uh, st- taking a step back, uh, looking at these issues of poverty, and the government trying to take a direct approach to them uh, is going to encourage more poverty. Uh, any more than uh, I, I think that giving somebody uh, a hand up when they have any uh, medical issue or, or any other type of issue in their life is going to encourage them to continue to, you know, have that issue. I, I, can you explain to me I can. the mentality? I, know I would love what, to hear it. I know what's going on. You're thinking that poverty is the problem. Poverty is not the problem. The uh, The bad, the evil spirit that leads to the poverty, the immorality... You know, the, I, I, did, leads I to left the poverty out the evil spirit when it came to my equation. Is enabled to continue on, to live longer, wronger. Had you had that suffering, then you would, not you, but the general you, mm-hmm. the person had that suffering, then they would, that would whip their rear into shape. Shout out to the kids. Kids listen to Hake. Um, and then they would, uh, they would grow f- rather than, rather than be live cushy, comfortable slavery lives of communism. If we have 10 plots of land and 12 trees, then there's going to be a problem there with how many trees get to grow, right? Or how well those trees are going to grow if we don't have enough plots of land for all of the trees. Uh, I, I think that setting the right conditions for people to succeed is very important when it comes to outcomes. In cities where there are lower amounts of crime, in cities where there are better educational resources, better funded public schools, uh, better health care options, uh, higher, uh, higher uh, job employment opportunities, uh, and there is just a safer environment, children grow up, unsurprisingly, uh, to have uh, lower participation in crime, higher standard of living, and being more productive in the workforce. I don't think that's particularly survi- surprising. But one if doesn't cause a, the other. If I... Well, I don't. You're think describing white communities. One, wait, one, one. What was I'm you're not just, only describing white communities. You're describing beautiful oh, white I'm communities saying, that were that were integrated by force and turned I'm just into describing ghettos. Positive economic and uh, so, uh, social indicators. I'm not describing white communities. You kind of are. I'm just go ahead. Well, go ahead. Make point. your point. I, God, what was my? Point? <laughs> I messed. I messed him up. Be patient um, with the uh, truth teller. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, God dang, okay, you, you were really, talking uh, about uh, sorry, children but, get better Jane, outcomes when they're rich. Yeah, yeah, well, it's not when they're necessarily when they're rich, but when they have uh, when safe. they have a better environment. Yeah, uh, they are going to have better socio uh, socioeconomic uh, development. Uh, if you have a plant and you try to grow it out in your backyard and you give it good sunlight, good water, all this stuff, that doesn't necessarily mean the plant's going to grow up to be healthy and mighty and strong. Plant might still die. Plant might not go well. Right, but the odds of it succeeding are much higher, and on average, you're probably going to have more success cases than failures. But if you make the environment for these youth, if you make the environment for these families destructive, and you don't make a good environment, and you just leave all of the market failures willy-nilly for people to be caught in them, I think you're going to allow people to fall into a lot of uh, terrible, terrible outcomes. That's that's because the government is trying to... I, I get it. The government is trying to artificially create the um, environment uh, for success without having any root of the underlying roots of good morality and God and fathers and men and manly thinking and hands off. A father is hands off on the situation and a child raises and gets raised well and thrives like like Arnold Schwarzenegger, whatever you think of him, 
His, the son who stayed with him is a strapping young man. Whereas the uh, child of the mother, the mother micromanages and meddles and spoils like mama spirit, communist government or socialist or whatever you want to call it, Democrat government. If this, if this was the case, wouldn't that mean that the communities where they have the like, highest levels of gang violence, and the child of the mother is fat. Less, why wouldn't West Virginia be like one of the most successful states in the union then? If it's just the government has less interference, stay out of your lives, don't do anything, don't help you, don't interfere. Wouldn't those environments be the, I mean, those states be the most economically productive and not, you know, last place? I don't know necessarily. Economic indicators? Because money isn't everything and, and thriving monetarily they isn't necessarily. They lives in West Virginia, that's for sure. Are you sure? They're living godly yeah, lives yeah. in West Virginia? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have a lot of family in West Virginia. I nice. spent a lot of my childhood in West Virginia. I love the state dearly, yeah. but it has a lot of horrible economic conditions. Like the, the Appalachian? industry degrading um, from, I mean, uh, water pollution yeah. uh, to uh, just decrepit buildings that have been abandoned over time, rotting out in communities across the, uh, that doesn't across sound, the state. That doesn't sound very godly. Well, that, not, not, you can have all those things happening and still be godly. You can be a godly people and still have and have like water that isn't the greatest. You're gonna be a godly people and have your jobs going away. You can be well, the water doesn't people. have to be the greatest, but it's just decent water. Yeah, you know, drinkable water. Yeah, yeah, I believe they deserve drinkable water. Not but deserve. you can have all these unfortunate things come come to you, uh, completely separate from your own uh, from from your own behavior or actions. The coal industry fell through. The coal industry is not what it used to be. That isn't something that the West Virginians could control. That was something that was completely outside of their control. They found economic failure not because they, you know, strayed away from the light of God, but because international markets looked at their product and said, meh. And now everybody's leaving West Virginia. It's a state that's economically decrepit. And the government there is, is doing nothing to, uh, I think, adjust in order to try to tackle the issue. But you're bringing up some some uh, some outside exception to the rule that may not may or may not be. You're probably not telling the whole story, which you you don't know the whole story, and I can't comment on it because I don't know the details. But um, I happen to know that the coal industry didn't just fail by the free market. It was by these communists who are pushing this environmentalism stuff. We didn't Obama purposely undermine the coal industry. Whether too, or not, in too much in a hurry to save the fake ev environment, well, whether the, the or real not, environment. Uh, whether or not the government is, is encouraging more environmental methods of energy production, uh, solar panels and their costs have been going down for years. I know, solar but they're not— Solar panels are becoming cheaper and cheaper and cheaper, and it's getting to the point where they're going to be cheaper than other uh, uh, versions of energy production. And they're not the only but version that's becoming cheaper, too. There's other ways of energy production, like fracking and other things that have undercut— Nuclear. Uh, in nuclear that have undercutted coal. Uh, and um, and uh, this isn't a thing that's just concentrated in America or America's communist policies. This is a thing that is everywhere. It's global, where all, all countries are kicking off coal to some degree, unless they kick off the other things, like uh, nuclear energy, which Germany had to deal with. Um, but, I, I, again, I, I, don't think that, um, I don't think that it's uh, communist energy production is, uh, is how West Virginia got to where it is today. But my, my only point to you is that you can be godly, you can believe in God and have all the more beliefs that you have right now, Hake, and still get caught in these market failures. And those types I know, of but people, then, but that's what men do. Men, men take on the challenges and thrive and, and uh, 
Well, that, that's overcome. the thing. In many instances where people are trying to do that, for example, being manly, oh, my stomach hurts. I don't need to go to the doctor. I'm going to go work. A few weeks later, stomach cancer. But that's a fake idea of manliness. You're, you're giving up, you're giving uh, caricatures of manliness because you don't know what it is. But what I'm talking about is a real thing that happens. When it oh, comes I know to that. Yeah, I know failures. that. And if we allow the market to operate completely freely, those people are going to continue to die. And there's not, it's just going to happen statistically. All right. Uh, I have more super chats, but I have some calls to get to. My favorite caller from the sundown town of Dayton. I know we're going to talk about healthcare all day today. Oh, I, I know we were going to talk. Okay, yeah, I'll let you uh, get to a couple of other things. Maze in Ohio. Speaking of healthcare, you're Hello. live with uh, Dylan Burns. Hello, Dylan. What uh, we was talking about West Virginia and the coal mines. Those people that go down in the coal mines and have lung cancer and all of that. Yep. I mean, like, uh, it's not their fault. It's the industry's fault. But the industry won't take care of them for having to go do all of that. And then all of the places that put out the pollution, those people should be responsible for those people. And then you hear people talking about health care. The charity care is funded by government, too. And if you have a you, back The charity problem, care, you mean like uh, people that yeah. are charities, like nonprofits? Yeah, nonprofit hospitals. They're funded by the government, those, too? Yes, they are so. They get government funding, too. So if you if your back go out or something like that happens and you go to them, you are getting government funding, too. Not me. I, I have... Hey, you have a pipe. You're turning into what? a man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dylan Burns is smoking a pipe, the peace pipe. Uh, no, I'm well, kidding. Now, Maze, I don't have... I have a Christian health share. So uh, well, my, my health care is... Paid for by my fellow man. Yeah, your fellow man, but it's not paid for by you. Not the government. I mean, I paid for it, and then my uh, those guys reimbursed me. Yeah, they reimburse you, but then they, yeah. they they're non for profit. Uh, I don't or know. Are they or are they not? But they're not go- they're not government funded. I don't know that much. Well, really. Yeah. I'm quite sure they're getting funding from the government too. How do you how do you figure? How are you quite sure about that? How do you figure? You pay taxes and I pay taxes. It goes to the government, and you and some some do it for a tax write off. So you're going to say Samaritan Ministries and some of these other organ, mm-hmm. Christian health share organizations are funded by the government without yes, even knowing it? You're just yes. fig- figuring That's why it? They, they, they're known for profit. They do you know anything it. about this stuff, Dylan Burns? I don't know anything about the charity stuff, but when it comes to West Virginia, I do agree with her that a lot of these companies disregarded the health of their, employ- the health of their employees. Uh, their employees' health was then heavily damaged by working in coal mines for 50 years, which I don't think I need to explain exactly why going yes, underground... It yeah, I, know, I, know what you're saying, and I, I generally agree with you, but here's a question to Hake. If a company doesn't take proper care of their employees and puts them to work in extremely dangerous conditions and they get black lung while they were trying to put food on the, fam- uh, on the table for their families, do you think that the company should be held liable to make sure that they pay for that person's uh, coverage or make sure that they're well taken care of? If you don't want the government to do it, then should the government make the company do it? It depends on the situation. Like the... Employees, like black lung, for example, black, guy, guy catches black lung working in the West Virginia coal mines for the coal mine company. Did who who knew that that was a risk? What? Well, I would risk? assume that everybody kind of knows that that is a possible risk of yeah. of employment. There's Just like somebody going it. into the service knows that getting shot probably is a risk of working in the army. Yeah. 
So I don't know that I don't but know that, what the answer but is. That, but we but we do. Do you think that if somebody dies, I don't even know what black lung is, but I, but I know that uh, black lung is don't. a disease that you get from working underground in the coal mines from the like all mine. the inhalation it, it, of all the what chemicals and toxins. And it is just, just like the pollution um, in all the other states. I mean, you uh, can't really breathe, and then you kind of suffer for a long time, and then you die. Basically, can't really function in life for a long time. Man, that's terrible. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, I think that the I think the Local but this is the market failure that I'm talking to you no, about. It'd be much more profitable for the company. But this is not Christian. Just say I don't want to care. I don't care about you. Profit is profit. Get out of my office. I need to go have another, uh, like, rhino ivory. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, you get what I'm saying. I think that the employers could stand to be more Christian, perhaps. But there's also there's also this robbery of the community. To uh, look out for people in a in real actual desperate situations like you that. You blame the people for this. But today. we're talking we're talking about West Virginia. The community. Here. Could, a lot, I mean, when we say the community in West Virginia, what do we? Who 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 in what community Mountain are they going to be able to? The Mountain Mama people don't have all that money to invest in the infrastructure <laughs> investments that are necessary. That's going to have to come from, in large part, the federal government. Whatever. So can I finish? Yeah. In other words, you look at your politician that's making the money, but the people can't get anything, and then they're supposed to be voting in order for them to get good health care. But they don't do that. They, they got better care than the people that they uh, fight against. And also, James, uh, when it comes to Wait, West what? Virginia... What did you say? say I said last part? they have better health care than the people that they're supposed to be representing. Who who does? The, the politicians. I the know. Politicians. They should be defunded. We should defund well, the politicians, too. You should be upset too. with them. I am. The terrible idea. What, defund, the terrible idea to defund the politicians? Well, the problem, <laughs> this is the problem I have, because I remember when I was first getting interested in politics, I was yeah. interested in, you know, uh, how legislators lived their lives, and I worked as a page in the Maryland, uh, in the Maryland Senate. Uh-huh. And I actually, uh, I got the, uh, I got my, uh, a cane swung at me by the Senate President, Mike Miller. Wow. The longer-serving Senate President in the country. Uh, so, you know, I think I did a good job. So you, uh, you've but, gotten beat up by the, the Proud the boys. Democratic establishment. And the, yeah. <laughs> and the politicians. <laughs> yeah, DC. Yeah. I tell you two of a kind. Uh, it's but, the um, swamp itself. Uh, but, can but, I, uh, when I was working there, something that I that really shocked me uh, was how many people were kind of working in state politics seemingly because they just kind of could. They had the money. They could invest their their own money into the into their into their work, and they could take the time off of work they could afford to. Yeah. Where a lot of working class people, teachers, and people from, and I know you don't like the word working class, but you know what I mean, middle income Americans, uh-huh. right? Uh, they find it a lot more difficult because it's hard to take time off of work to get into politics because that you don't make a lot of money as a Maryland legislator. It's like if you if you're taking a ton of time off of work to make five to th- ten thousand dollars a year. Uh, I mean, that could be economically devastating for certain families, definitely raising three, four kids. So I'm of the belief that if someone becomes a legislator, um, we, we should consider paying them uh, a full-time salary to work a full-time wage. And that means a lot less breaks, but it also means that working-class people could a lot easily, more easily participate in politics. We don't just leave it to the ultra-wealthy and the lobbyists. I think it should be the people who have earned it. If they, if they can't if they haven't earned the ability to have that kind of time off, they don't belong imposing so on our lives. Be, they have to be wealthy in order to run for office. Nice. Yes. That's a terrible <laughs> idea. I mean, but then, don't you think if we just have a concentration of all wealthy people controlling the country, that they might just look out for the interests of 
the wealthy people and not the that's why we should that's why we shouldn't that's why we shouldn't be a full-time job where they're uh, busy bodies trying to impose on the rest of our lives we we should limit their powers if everybody had had their own uh, Sorry, I don't want to interrupt the caller. Themselves. Yeah, yeah. We wouldn't have to deal with this and somebody else getting rid of somebody else's labor. Huh? And that's not fair. For someone to get rich off of someone else's labor, that's not fair. How so? They're getting rich, but you're doing the job. Because they gave you the job. It's not like they had the sense to give you the job. You didn't have the sense to make that job yourself. Yes. <laughs> Break your chains. But then when I talk about the coal man, the, the coal man is going like the the, the, the cotton. The cotton when you they used to people used to go to the field to pick cotton. Yeah. So is the coal man going that way because they didn't have sense enough to make tech, technology for machines to go do the coal and instead of using humans, so they wouldn't get black lung disease and all of that. That's what happened to the coal man. This is like when you go to make a phone call and you got to speak to somebody in, in another country, not this one. That's not our fault, and we didn't do it. Somebody did it, but y'all always complain about what's happening here. I, other, I zoned out and I lost your point. Came and took over this country, and y'all don't know it yet. You're going to get it. The communists took over the country and we don't know it? No, communist, a communist is, is one person ruling the whole country, like Putin and Netanyahu. No, no, that's a dictatorship. They're making the money and the people not making anything. No, I'm for dictatorships over communism yeah, well, you any could, day. You know, or democracy. That's why you won't go far in life. Huh? You will not go huh? far in life. What did you say, Hank? <laughs> I said huh? I'm for I said I'm for dictatorships over communism or democracy. Really? Uh huh. Yeah. Why? So Why? anyway, wait, 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 wait. Okay. <laughs> so okay, the coal okay, man's okay. going the same way. So in one instance, you're telling me I'm sick of the nanny state. I want the government out of our lives. Right. Mm-hmm. The government out of here. <laughs> and now next se- statement, it's I, I want I would rather a dictatorship than a democracy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, think can about. You explain, can you can you what would you get can out you of correlate it? those two worldviews for me? Because a could dictator for me, a dictator is usually going to be competent. He has to have some level of competence to be able to dictate. <laughs> and, That's not necessarily true, and, but I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, there's exceptions to the rule. Depends on the dictator. Who uh, has right opinions on who trying to dictate? Yeah, and then there the democracy. Most of us are total idiots. Why do you want? Why do you want the rule by the mob? To uh, so impose I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take the view of I'm gonna ask some radical authors to guide me here. A guy <laughs> called Benj- Benjamin Franklin and a few other a few other of our founding fathers to to give me a little bit of guidance when they were creating this republic. My, just because somebody's a dictator and they're competent and they can competent enough to control the country yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that they're competent in the the work of statecraft. Or the work of actually governing the country. I think right. a great example of this in our modern times would be Bashar al-Assad. This is somebody who originally was an orthodontist who was who was hoisted to power after his older brother died in a speed fest during the middle of the night as a speedster to both of their father, Hafez al-Assad. When Hafez al-Assad died, Bashar al-Assad took over and the country has been a mess. He was unable to suppress protests. He brutalized protesters, bombed the country. Country's torn to shit. But he's competent at getting uh, at diplomacy enough to get allies to help fight his war. And he's competent enough as a dictator and brutal enough, competent enough in brutality to stay in control. Does that mean he's the best guy for the, for the situation? Best guy for the country just because he's competent enough in that area? He's not competent when it comes to the economy. He's not competent when it comes to health care or anti-corruption his government is the very essence of corruption 
but he is competent at holding on to power. Um, that's Syria. Syria used to be really nice, I, and I'm not sure if you're if you are giving me or even know the whole truth about what's going on over there. But anyway, um, you you might wait, be right. Wait, wait, wait. That may be a, a bad when dictator. Was, when was when was I mean I think Hafez al Assad was also horrible. When when you say Syria was nice, when was nice in what way? Like nice as in peaceful, as in there isn't an active war going on, or nice in the way that oh what a great place to live. Cause I just Hafez al Assad was not the nicest. I just, nicest leader. I just know that um, I've known some Armenians, and the Armenians liked Syria. It was fine to the Christians, and it, and it was a fine place to live. Oh, 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 the, the, uh, Syria is a secular country, and so ostensibly what that means is that religious minorities are not, like, yeah. killed or burnt at the stake or something. Like that. Like that was the idea, right. but the problem is that Bashar al-Hafez... Uh, were also, they were both pretty sectarian in favor of the Alawites, but putting that aside, uh, they were also horribly brutal towards their people. Uh, for example, Bashar al-Assad in 2004, there was a football match in the north of the country uh, between uh, a Kurdish team and a, and I'm saying Kurdish, but it was like local teams, but the area is Kurdish, so it ends up being a Kurdish team. So I'm just yeah. describing it, because if I told you a town, you'd be like, I don't know what that means. A Kurdish team, and it was, I believe, a, a Sunni team, or, a, a, you know, a, a Sunni uh, Arab team. And they were going against each other, and the Sunni Arab team, this was right after uh, Saddam kicked the bucket, held up a picture of Saddam Hussein and was mm. like, yay, yay, yay. Saddam Hussein had gassed and genocided the Kurds. It was meant to piss them off. It'd be like going to a match between, you know, uh, blacks and whites and putting up. Okay, yeah, yeah. I get your point. You get get the idea. And so it pisses off the Kurds, so they start brawling. Hold on, hold on, Maze. Let me let me just let him finish, and then you say something. I'm sorry. I just the story is important because people don't know about the about pre Civil War history. They brawl, and eventually it becomes a big protest because the Kurds feel mistreated. Uh, and this was like just an example of this mistreatment that they felt uh, that they felt in that society, and they ended up tearing down a, a a statue of Hafez al-Assad, who they saw as an oppressor of their people. Bashar al-Assad got very angry because his father had died four years earlier, uh. so he sends down tanks, guns, troops, murders a bunch of men, women, children, captures children and women, tortures them in his prison camps, which has been a staple of his regime ever since, has been the torturing of, of men, women, and children. In fact, it was the torturing of a child, a 12-year-old child in 2011, that helped start this whole thing off in the first place after his body was dumped on the side of the road after a late-night torture session because he put out some anti-government graffiti. See, we should not encourage anger. We should not, we should not have anger... Uh, because it, look at all the horror, horrors that come from anger. That's a takeaway. But I, that's an interesting story. Okay, Maze, go ahead. Oh, Last when point. A man can travel, when a man can travel with the body to different places, you know different things. But if the man and the body in one spot, you know nothing. Yeah, he, uh, so, are you, so saying that, are you saying that Dylan Burns knows stuff that Hake doesn't know because Dylan Burns is in Ukraine and everywhere else? His man is going with his body in different places. He knows different things. All right. Different hey, you teach me something new with. every show. <laughs> Have a good one. You learn something new, but if you're saying in the same spot, you're going to keep the same conversation going. Have nice. Thank you. you. You too, Mace. Appreciate it. Man, okay. We got 10 minutes. If you're able to hang through here. Uh, of course, of course I'll, I'll hang through it. I mean, who? I, I got an inv- invitation to the Hake Report. I got to be here till the end. It's the Hake Report, for goodness sake. Indeed. Uh, David in Ocala, Florida, is on the line with Dylan Burns. David, go. 
Hello, Hake and Dylan. Hey, uh, Dylan, I just want to ask you, what do you think about this immigration with this open border and like 12,000, you know, uh, 20, 25 year old uh, illegals coming into the United States every day? Um, was it 25,000? Was, was that the no, most I recent said 12, number? 12,000, 12,000. Oh, yeah. Who's going to pay for these people? Who's going to pay for these people? Well, I guess, yeah, I mean, that's kind of, well, that's kind of, going to pay for their health care. Who's going to pay for their health care? Probably now. nobody. Um, I mean, it depends. If you don't have social security, then unless you in, engage in social security fraud, which you can't do unless, uh, I mean, you can do if you break the law, of course. Um, but... They would have to engage in social security fraud, and then, in, in order to take advantage of, I think, healthcare benefits. So, they would have to do that first. So they're which, not undocumented; they're fraudulently documented. Well, if somebody, the thing is, if you're an undocumented immigrant, and I and I don't know how, I, I don't know if you guys have ever engaged in healthcare fraud before. No, Jake, have you not, done that before? No, I didn't have to. No, okay. I did the Christian health share thing. What a square! You haven't even engaged in healthcare <laughs> fraud. Um, but in order to do that as an undocumented person, as an undocumented person, you have access to very little benefits. I think SNAP, so I think, like, when it comes to, like, childhood nutrition, because they don't want, like, the child to starve, there's, like, very, very few health benefits. Uh, in order to get most health care benefits, you're going to have to engage in Social Security fraud. What about, so it's em not like, what about emergency room? I'm talking um, about right I think, now, I think man. you can get an immediate emergency room treatment, but you're still going to be footed you're still given the bill you'd have to skip on the bill in order for somebody else to have to pick that up if you have if you're, if you're undocumented they can't track you down you have no identity um that i if i mean that's why they would have to skip in order not to pay but they would still be fitted with a bill just like they would fit it with any of their other bills. Because if you're undocumented in the country, that doesn't mean you probably don't have some sort of an address or some sort of a place that you live or somewhere where you pay some sort of a bill for, like, electricity, water, heat, stuff like that. Um, but, I mean, again, when we say going to cover them, that assumes that they're all coming over and they're going to all Aren't just they giving go to Obama Social Security to illegals? My, my, only, my only point, let me finish. Okay, quick. go ahead. My only point here is that uh, it's not like they're all jumping the border, immediately getting social security guards, and then just going down to the healthcare center and saying, you know, hey, could you give me an abortion? Or like, hey, give me free healthcare. Uh, a lot of these people are coming here specifically to get work so they can work, so they can make money, so they can then take that money and send it back to their families overseas or start a new life here. A lot of it can't be on one hand, they're coming here to just steal and steal and take and take and take. Uh, all, all the social security programs, all the social programs are going to take all of our money and they're going to steal everything. Well, also, they're going to work so hard and they're going to take my jobs because they work for less money because they're such hard workers. And so are they thieves? Are they hard workers? I, I, they're, they, they're, no, they they're don't. They're the, not the thing necessarily is, though, hard they're workers. Diverse, they're diverse people. There are right. all sorts of people coming across <laughs> the border. Indeed. And so when we say who's going to pay for these people, it, I mean, in many instances, it's going to be themselves. No, it's going to be the taxpayers, okay, because the taxpayers are paying for them right now in those hotels in New York, and I guarantee it. That's what that kids, charge on my card was. It said Juan, and I didn't know uh, what it meant. This isn't <laughs> funny. This isn't funny, man, because there's not enough jobs right. for these people. There's not enough restaurant jobs. There's not enough, even if they wanted to build houses, there's not enough jobs for these people. And so this is a plan to just water down this country more to take America out of the deal, you know, to usher in, uh, you know, what do you think about a one-world government? Why, why, Would, you like you, Would you like that? Would you like that? 
A one word, okay. No, go so ahead and respond to the first thing, thing first. I want to hear you respond to the first, to the first thing, thing before we talk about globalism. Because we have to, we have um, to end pretty soon here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, the, the as for the first thing, uh, well, I don't know where <laughs> you're getting the unemployment, your unemployment data from, but we have a pretty low unemployment rate at the moment. It's, I think, at, <laughs> we're at like two point nine percent or two point two, two point eight percent. That's a joke. Israel, you really believe that? Wait, wait, wait. Let I him finish. Let him finish. Okay. Uh, I, uh, hey, I'm, I, hey, this isn't funny. You, this isn't funny. We can't <laughs> laugh at this. Don't, funny. don't, don't laugh. Don't laugh at this. This isn't funny. But, um, uh, when it comes to, uh, the unemployment data, we do have available jobs. Part of the reason people are coming here is because there are jobs. If there weren't jobs here, they wouldn't be coming here in the first place. But we do have a relatively, uh, low unemployment rate. And I, and I do think that we should get the border relatively under control. I think we need to hire more immigration judges. I do think there needs to be more, some more investment in security at the border. But even if I don't agree with all the Republicans' uh, solutions for the border issue, uh, but at the end of the day, we do have a relatively low unemployment rate. I think that we need to get rid of the uh, birth control stuff so that we would have babies so we don't need to rely on these immigrants to come in here and change our culture and our wait, civilization. Wait, wait. See, isn't this interesting? On one hand, it's we have it's no, we don't have a low unemployment rate. We have we have more than enough workers. But then when we come over to hate care, say <laughs> in the same perspective in the same universe. Right. Also, we need to have more babies because we need more people because we need more workers. But also, we they're we don't we they're taking our jobs. We 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 only have so many few jobs. How does that live in the same universe? Uh. There's different issues in different parts of the big country that we're living in, I guess. Ain't that, ain't yeah, that the, the issue truth? Is, <laughs> the issue is we need to take care of America first. And we've been, the world has yeah. been sponging off of us, okay, for way that's too long. That's not true. Come on. Oh, sure. I mean, how, that's how what this helps. Hey, how old are you? How old are you, Dylan? I'm 22. Okay, well, I'm 58, okay? And do you realize okay. this country's been in some kind of war? Some kind of conflict since World War II every 15 years, okay? Yeah, but we, much of now we're was, in another was, one, which is a big money grab. That's what, what that war are we wait. We're is. in a war. What war are we in? Well, we're 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 Proxy. sending them money. Might as okay, well. Okay, so we're not. So okay, well, okay. I think it's a little different. American boys living and dying. I think there's a big difference there. Um, well, that was in Iraq. As for a lot of those wars. Uh, many of those war were for our own interests and were self-interested wars where we're trying to support our allies for our own trade or economic interests or for to support our own alliances, which is within national the national security interest of the United States for both selfish immoral reasons and perfectly reasonable reasons. Um, all throughout uh, the last who know hundreds of years of the United States, the United States has existed <laughs> for a long time. So I can't. We'd have to go by war by war and decide which one made sense for America to participate in, which ones didn't. Yugoslavia versus Iraq, for example, like comparing these two different incursions. As for um, us subsidizing the world, uh, this is a huge misconception in American politics. I really want to I want to take on and I want to grab by the horns more as a content creator. Because if you poll Americans, Americans believe we spend, on average, between 20 to 25% of our federal budget on foreign aid. Which is massive numbers. If you believe, I don't think that's that we, the case, if, huh? If if you believed anything like that, then your immediate conclusion would be: anytime you ran into any economic trouble, 
as an American or as a country would be, well, just give us 10% of the stuff we're giving to the Iraqis. Or just give me 10% of the stuff we're giving over there. The number is closer to 1%. Yeah, I think we should like get rid of the social programs. It and just, on average, that, that, social spending is like 60-something percent or more. But, man, I got I to gotta end, David and Ocala. Appreciate hey, your call. Hey, hey, can I just say one quick thing? Real fast. Okay. Remember, they said Vietnam, they were trying to stop communism, okay? And that was a lie. I know. So, you know, so, well, they so were trying to stop communism. 59,000 American men died over LBJ and his bull crap in this government. Whoa. So one day you'll get a little older, and, and, and these light bulbs will start going off in your head like they did with me, and you'll start seeing the big picture. Anyway, thanks, Hake, for having me on, and y'all have a great day. Take care. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Go ahead, D uh, Dylan. Closing remarks. Um, and respond I mean, to he, that if you want. I mean, you already left. The thing is, I don't like I don't like bickering back and forth with someone once they already left because it's like they're gone. You no, know? no, it's like, but what do I still make a brief point because whatever. Um, uh, I, I, I. The Vietnam War was over communism. We didn't trust them because they were communists. In fact, the Vietnamese had a bad relationship with the Chinese for very much of their, for a long, long time in their history. And there is some reason to believe that Ho Chi Minh, and I think good reason to believe, that he didn't like the Chinese particularly as much because he was a Vietnamese nationalist over anything else. But we weren't willing to work with them because they were communists. And we didn't want, and we didn't like the communists very much. Uh, but it was over communism. That doesn't mean it was right, but right. it was like dominated by uh, communism in fear of the domino effect once Vietnam fell and, and the rest of the, the area fell. As for uh, me needing to get older, uh, I feel that even though I am quite young, I, I, I do have a, probably a more personal relationship uh, with war. I've seen war probably on a closer level than most people uh, uh, realize or, or, you know, have experienced themselves. That's not true for everybody, but that's true for a lot of people. And, um, you know, I don't know how many more years I'm going to have to be on this earth <laughs> for me to, for me to have seen like the death pits or many of the awful things that happened there. And that further changed my mind about whether we should be involved or not, or right. of the history of the transatlantic Alliance and how important Europe is for export trade or how important Europe has been for our national security when it comes to being part of a larger alliance that allows us to not be the one just massively spending like double to triple what we would have been militarily on our self-defense spending if we didn't have allies during the Cold War. I mean, I, I, I think that it makes I think it makes sense. How do people but find it, you, Dylan Burns? I appreciate it, man. I got to end this thing. I have Joel Friday okay, TV coming up next. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, people can find me at Dylan Burns Live or Dylan Burns TV. Those are my two YouTube channels. Dylan Burns Live is where I do my daily stream stuff. Dylan Burns TV is for my journalism stuff. And I wrote an article recently in UPI about the artillery war. I hope people go check out if you guys want to learn more about artillery production and the conditions that Ukrainian artillerymen are facing on the front. Where do they find that? At UPI. It's a, it's a news outlet. Okay. Dylan Burns, I appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, we'll talk again. Merry Christmas to you. And happy Hanukkah or whatever, everything else. You're Merry over Christmas. in Ukraine still, huh? Nope, I'm back in America. Oh, sweet. I'm back in the States until March, and then I head back again. All right. Well, take care, man. Have a happy New Year if I don't see you between now and then. You too. Bye-bye. All right, bye. Guys, this has been the Hake Report. Adios, America. Joel Friday TV coming up next. This is Verona, Carol of the Bells. Adios. Bye.